Hello. Yes. Hi, Mr. Jermaine Williamson. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I am great. Thank you for joining my podcast today. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. Wonderful. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to have you on because I know that you are an English major. You're a master of rhetoric and you have a vast knowledge of critical thinking. And um, I want to talk with you in addition to the fact that you're a millennial. And so you have a good grasp of social media usage. And um, so I want to pick your brain a little bit today and talk with you about in a time when we have this pandemic and a lot of people are sharing information because so, so many people are unaware of what's happening. We're confused, we're frustrated, and we're looking on the internet for something to hold on to, something to help us get a good understanding of what's going on. And um, so there, there's conversations about the coronavirus, there's th- conspiracy theories about that, there's conspiracy theories about uh, 5G, um, I just read an article this morning that um, the 5G was a conspiracy theory. CNN sent an article out and it was, it basically um, broke it down that it was not real. It was, could not be verified and it couldn't be true. Um, so I, I noticed I get a lot of these videos and a lot of these articles from people that I love and care about. <laughs> So obviously, I want to talk about how do you, in general, not necessarily throughout this time of the pandemic, but in general, how do we disseminate information? How do we know if the information we're sharing is actually from a viable source? And so I want to ask you what your thoughts are first, and then we'll go into some details. Uh, well, let's start with the uh, the 5G article that you read. Why don't we start yes, there? Sir. Yeah, just give me your thoughts on that. Um, which article did you read? No, I read an article from CNN today. From CNN, um, that, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good place to start. Um, you have to, um, when you're reading an article, you have to be very careful about the publisher that you're reading. Um, right. So if you're reading an article from CNN, I think we can all agree that CNN is a credible source. Um mm-hmm. The reporters on there are, they follow some very strict guidelines about where they get the information from. So it's usually a very credible source. If you're looking at something else, um, maybe like The Verge or Wired or something, then maybe you start to kind of maybe want to question um, the credibility of that source. And that's definitely the first place to look is look at the publisher of whoever's published article that you're reading. Good. That's good. Um, and, 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 some of the objectives in terms of why someone would put out an article. Someone shared an art, a video with me on YouTube, from YouTube with a doctor from a major hospital identifying himself as a doctor from this major hospital and talking about the inadequacies of the hospital mm-hmm. in this pandemic, which tells me that this can't even possibly be true unless he's trying to get fired, right? So there's some critical thought that you have to look into just because someone is in a in scrubs in front of a camera doesn't necessarily mean that the author of the, or the video is true and accurate right right what's your thoughts on that no I, I totally agree you can't just um um you have to i think we have to do what i call reading against the grain or even watching against the grain meaning if you're reading something you're watching it try to approach it from the um 
maybe a cynical standpoint. If you're watching that video, try to look for ways as to, to, to disprove the credibility of that video. If you can find a way or two, then probably um, the video is not uh, strong enough to be credible. Um, if you do that and can't find anything wrong, uh, maybe there's a link to the biography of that doctor in the description of something um, to let you know that the doctor is a real doctor, um, then that'll be great. Um, if you're watching the video and you come up with a bunch of reasons as to why it might be fake, then chances are it's not something you can trust um, in your daily life or probably in the court of law especially. Um, so those are some of the things you might look for, just reading against the grain. Reading it or watching it as if it's as if you don't believe it's true or credible, and that'll usually point out a few, uh, a couple things, uh, weaknesses. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. I like that because what I find is that manu corporations. I just love them all in. Corporations have motives to market, and marketing doesn't necessarily. I'm pushing means I'm pushing my product. Sometimes corporations have motive to kill a competitor's product. So even in the even in the case of the 5G, their technology companies who are going to have to change their product because of the rolling out of the 5G. There's they they have incentives and I'm not blaming them or saying it's them. I'm just giving you a thought in terms of they have an incentive not to want to see the 5G roll out because it goes against their product that they've created because it, it's not made to handle the new 5G technology. Something as simple as that. Um, if, if, if sometimes you see, like, I think one of the, the, the good examples is what there's the documentary on Netflix called What the Health, right? Mm -hmm. When you look at that, everybody gets caught, they get caught up in it. Like, oh my God, I'm going to ban eating meat or whatever the industry is saying, right? Right. Only to find out that the doctors were paid to say these things. Right. Um, so you really have to dig a little bit deeper into what you're learning. Even if it's a documentary, it looks credible, sounds credible. You know, I'm not for or against it. What I'm suggesting is that you dig a little bit deeper, like Jermaine said, in understanding who is producing it, why are they producing it, and sometimes go a few steps deeper into understanding what what who is paying for it is it is, is it purely marketing that sounds like a credible source um what's the incentive what's the motive behind this product that that they're pushing out or this new information um that we have to become a little bit more aware of and be more intelligent in terms of deciphering information that's coming through us at such a rapid pace uh it makes us want to believe that there's you know the new world order right. <laughs> or that the 5g is really corona or corona is 5g and it scares a lot of people mm -hmm. and so i think that's what that's what's motivating this podcast is really getting people to calm down a little bit and use this time to do your own research right right what are your thoughts no i agree usually um when you read an argument or watch a documentary or what have you um a good telltale sign of a strong argument is whether or not they offer a counterclaim right so if you're let's go back to the what the health documentary if you're if you're watching that and there's no um counterclaim to their own argument there's no if they don't bring up the opposing argument um then that's usually a sign that maybe they don't believe their own argument is strong enough to stand up against a counterclaim 
So a small example, if you say that the sky is um, red, right? Mm-hmm. If that's your as that's your argument, and you don't ever bring up that the idea that the sky matic should be blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think then you run into some. Um, those are some of the things you might look for in an uh, in an argument. Is whether or not the author brings up a counterclaim. Um, that's something I always look for. If I don't see that, then I start to question whether or not um, authors of that documentary or article or what have you maybe cherry picked evidence to support the argument. And when that comes into question, then I'm not really sure if I can really fully trust um, that author. That's good. That's good. That's really important because I think you have to be able to trust the source because there's so much fear circulating in the environment and people are really making real-time decisions based on the fears that are circulating. I know you I know you've mentioned a few of uh, Jermaine, why don't you tell us maybe three tips? that you would suggest for just regular everyday people who are getting these messages what are some of the things just uh, you mentioned them before put them in a nutshell and tell us point blank what are some of the things to do and what to look for in getting these forwarded messages um point blank the first thing is don't just read the title read the whole article if it's an article we're talking about read the whole thing Um, a lot of people, a lot of times, they just read the title and they might read a paragraph or two and think they get the point. Um, that's never a good thing. It's always best to read it all the way through to make sure you have a thorough understanding of whatever, you know, if it's the 5G and the link between that and the coronavirus and you're reading an article about that, don't just read the title. Um, read the whole thing. Um, the title is often very misleading and it's really the central idea of the article but it's going to leave out a lot of um, um, a lot of sources if you just read the the title which brings me to the next thing is when you're reading through um, an article you want to you want to pay particular attention to the sources that the author brings up okay because they're not just going to make up things they're going to find evidence um, to support their argument And what you can do, usually, what what the article will do is it'll actually link um, the resources in that article. So it's always good to check those sources by actually clicking on the link and going to um, wherever they get their information from. And what you might find is that that source may actually not be supporting um, their actual claim. For example, if you're reading an article about 5G, and that it causes the um, it's been causing the coronavirus and they offer a link and you go to that link and you actually read through that article as well you might find more often than not that that article they pull that source from is not necessarily saying that there's a connection between 5g and the coronavirus um so number one read the article through um number two check your sources they will always be there if there's no sources there in the article then Don't it's even just an opinion. Just, just an opinion. <laughs> just move on. Um, and then the third thing is maybe maybe I should have said this before you read the article. It's always good to look at the author as well. Um, mm-hmm. Look at the author as well because you may find if you read the author bio, this could be in some cases I've read articles where um, the person is not even remotely an expert on the topic that they're discussing. I think one time I was reading about some, it was another infectious disease and it was actually a fiction writer 
who was um who was writing that particular article, which then brings into brings the whole article into question. Not that it's necessarily wrong, but now I'm reading the article with the with the knowing that the person writing it is not a credible um, author, right? Like I said, it doesn't mean that it's wrong, but it it allows me to put on that that what I mentioned before, reading against the grain. And now I'm reading the article, thinking, okay, this person might not be the best、um, source for this information, right? We have to protect our minds, and if I'm learning something, I want to make sure that I'm learning from the best possible、um, person, from a very credible source.、Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to do those. Those are three great ways to start. Look at the read it.、Uh, look at the author who's writing it.、Um, read beyond the title, and then、mm-hmm. check your sources. I like that. I like that, and and this applies to videos as well as written articles. Oh yes,、mm-hmm. um, because nowadays we live in a time when everyone is an expert, and everyone have the ability to record a video and disseminate information.、Right. So I love that. I love that you have to look at who the speaker is, look at who the author is, and vet that person.、Right. Just because I'm good or I have a good solid knowledge about something doesn't make me an expert. Um, but certainly, if someone is a scientist, someone is a medical doctor. You can t- pay closer attention to that person, but you still want to make sure you vet that that speaker or that author as well. Thank you so much. This is so good, Jermaine. Of course, it's very important. Good, good. Well, I like this. I I, I do want us to continue the conversation. I want us to talk about. How to vet the information? How to do real, real research? This is some, a college course, critical thinking, and getting people to where they're no longer panicking. You're living in fear, and you're doing corporations' bidding, which is to send out masses of information, make information go viral, it's because of the heading or some part of it that may appear true that you believe is true, and now all of a sudden. We have another global issue, five G, five G epidemic, right?、Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Jermaine. You are so wonderful. Thank you. And just for those who don't know,、uh, shameless plug. This is my son. I'm well pleased and well proud of. Thank you very much. I love you, and I look forward to working with you somewhere in the future. I love you too. I'll work with you soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye bye.